I guess kind of going off of that, I, the Lord was speaking to me this week. I, I've been thinking about end times. And uh, uh, God said to me, as the days of Noah. I don't know how many of you know much about the days of Noah. <laughs> i got to find my, the rest of my notes. I guess I don't really need them. But. I'm going to be in Matthew 24 to begin with this morning. You know, we were studying in our Sunday school class this morning, and, and part of our reading was talking about how that so often we trade temporal things for eternal things. You know, instead of, in a sense, instead of taking what is eternal and placing value upon it, we'd rather take the temporary that has little value on it. And as a society, I think we see that, you know, a lot of people are selling their lives for things instead of God. But uh, I just want to talk here a little bit about uh, this about being the days of Noah and this end time that's coming upon us and being diligent to watch. In chapter 24 of Matthew, in verse 35, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. But of that day and hour knoweth no man. We don't know when the Lord's returning. Not even the angels of heaven know when the Father's uh, going to have the Son return, but only my Father or my Father only. But as the days of Noah were, so also shall the coming of the Son of Man be. You know, I think we can kind of begin to see this, and we'll read a little bit more about these days of Noah, but I want you just to think about that. God, in a sense, has said, if you know anything about Noah, if you've read anything about Noah, that's what it's going to be like when I return. And we're going to talk about that here in just a little minute. For as in the days that were before the flood, or before uh, his wrath was poured out, they were eating and drinking, marrying and given in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark, and knew not until the flood came and took them all away. So shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Then shall be two in the field, one shall be taken, the other left. Two women shall be grinding at the mill, one shall be taken and the other left. Watch, therefore. You know, it's so easy to grow dull when we don't see, you know, things coming about as we think they should. Watch, therefore, for you know not what hour your Lord doth come. We've just read that. No man knows when he comes. But know this, that if the good man of the house had known in what watch the thief would come, he would have watched and would not have suffered his house to be broken up. Therefore be ye also ready, for in such an hour as you think not the Son of Man cometh. For in such an hour as you think not the Son of Man cometh. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I think God in a sense is giving us a preparation tool We've got to look, and we're going to look at Noah's life and see what was going on. And God said, as it was in that day, so shall it be when he returns. He's talking about when I come back. You know, there's a lot of questions about things, but, you know, I, I just want you to think about, you know, we talk so often about the Lord's second coming. I, you know, 
Hopefully you agree with that. You know, I, I mean, I've heard that for a long time. You know, the Lord's second coming. When he was uh, leaving the disciples, he said, I will return, or the angels told him, he will return just like you saw him leave. He's coming once again. Uh, so many people will maybe like to th make you think that he's going to come once or twice more, or maybe three times. He's coming back once more. Once more. So we need to get... Uh, our thoughts straight, our truth straight, uh, what God is teaching us straight. He's coming back once more. Hallelujah. And it shall be as in the days of Noah. I want you to look, as we just read there in verse 38, for as it was in the days they were, that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage. I don't know what that says to you, but what it says to me is that they were just going on with life as usual. Nothing had changed. They really weren't concerned about what Noah had told them or about what Noah was doing, you know, what he witnessed to them daily. I mean, I want you to think about this. It was 120 years that Noah was building the ark, you know. So every day, I'm sure that people would come by and ask him what he was doing. And he would say, well, the Lord's coming back. The Lord's going to destroy this earth, and I'm building an ark a place of safety for me and my family that we can escape this great wrath of God. And they thought, yeah, you know, nothing's changing. And I think people think that today. You know, it talks about in the last day, there'll be scoffers saying, where is the Lord? You know, where, you know, where is the promise of his return? He's coming back. You know, I, I don't know when. I, I'd be stupid to sit here and tell you that I do because the Bible just said that I can't know when it is. He will return, and it shall be as in the days of Noah. Things will not have changed. People will be just going on daily doing what they think is right. You know, the worst part of it is, is I think we get caught in that as Christians. We get caught up in just doing what we do every day without taking account of what God wants us to do. I'm not saying it's wrong to do the things that are needful for our life. We need to make sure that we're looking to God even in those things and seeing what his desire is for us and where we're going and where he's taking us in those things. It's not just about those things. It's about God in those things. Hallelujah. I want to go over to uh, Luke chapter 17. This is just another account of what I just read to you, but it's just a little more explicit. Luke 17, and I'm going to start in verse 22. And he said to his disciples, the days will come when you shall desire to see one of the days of the Son of Man, and you will not see it. And I want you just to notice that phrase in there, one of the days of the Son of Man. See, Jesus, just as we have days in our life, Jesus has a life expectancy or a, a life cycle or a, a length of life. His isn't over yet. What he's going to do with us is not over yet. He, he's not completely finished his work with us yet. And it says here, you know, you would like to see one of those days, but you shall not see it. And they shall say to you, see here or see there, go not after them nor follow them. For as the lightning that lighteth out, out of the one part of heaven shineth unto the other part under heaven, so shall also the Son of Man be in his day. In his day. We're talking about when Christ returns. You, you don't have to worry about missing it if you're looking at all. It's going to be just like a bolt of lightning 
going across the sky. Remember what Jesus said? I saw Satan fall like lightning. Jesus is going to return just like lightning. It's just going to be a, a brilliance that we cannot miss. Hallelujah. But first must he suffer many things and be rejected of this generation. This was talking while he was here. And then he was crucified, as we know, and resurrected and then left. And as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it also be in the days of the Son of Man. They did eat, they drank, they married wives, they were given in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark and the flood came and destroyed them all. I want you to notice that phrase in there, until Noah entered into the ark. The flood came and destroyed them all. I want to just go on here. Likewise also it was in the days of Lot. They did eat, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they builded. But the same day that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. Again, the same day that Lot went out, it came. Even thus shall it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. In other words, when Jesus returns. In that day, he which shall be upon the housetop and his stuff in the house, let him not come down to take it away. And he that is in the field, let him likewise not return back. Remember Lot's wife. Whosoever will seek to save his life shall lose it, and whosoever shall lose his life shall preserve it. And then he goes on to talk about the two men and the two women. And I, I like this. In verse 37, is, and he's talking to his disciples, and they answered and said unto him, Where, Lord? In other words, where, you know, are these people going to be taken to? And he said, Wheresoever the body is, there will the eagles be gathered together. What's he saying? Wherever I am, my people will be there. So when we talk about the rapture, when the rapture occurs, we're going to be where Christ is. Where's Christ going to be? Well, he's going to be in Jerusalem. If you know anything about when Christ returns on the white horse, he's coming to make battle with the, the false prophet, the Antichrist and Satan himself. And he, where are they going to be? They're going to be in the holy place, in the holy city, Jerusalem. So one day we're going to be in Jerusalem. If you haven't made it yet, you will one day. Hallelujah. But I want you just to notice this in here, that the, these things, these wrathful events didn't take place until the people of God were gone. So what's that tell me? That tells me that I'm going to be here till the moment before Christ returns. So, I, you know, I mean, you may believe other ways, but what I'm saying is we're not leaving in a rapture before Christ returns. When he returns, we're going to be raptured and in a sense all hell will break loose. Hallelujah. If you know anything about the days of Noah, it said that the imaginations of their thoughts, of their hearts, was only, con or was only wicked continually. I think we can kind of see that in our world starting to come about, if not already here. Just think about the things that are going on. Right is wrong, wrong is right. Seems like the imaginations of the hearts of men are continually wicked. Continually wicked. And they, you know, they seem to think that God doesn't see, God doesn't care. He's not watching, he's not hearing. 
we'll just do whatever we want, you know? And uh, it doesn't matter, but it does matter. Because one day, all of a sudden, we're going to disappear. Christ is going to be here, and they're going to be caught in the flood or destroyed with uh, fire from heaven as in Lot's time. God takes care of his own. You know, we don't have to worry about, uh, you know, when Christ returns, when he, you know, what we're going to go through, Christ is with us. Where sin does abound, grace does much more abound. God is very faithful to preserve his righteous ones. Uh, you know, I'm not saying we're not going to die because there's a, well, let's actually go to it. Let's go to Revelations. Chapter 19 and chapter 20. In 19, I want to start with verse 11. And I saw heaven opened, and behold, a white horse. Remember how Jesus came the first time on a donkey? He came as a servant. How's he returning? As Eunice would say, as the king. <laughs> He's coming as the king. Hallelujah. And he that sat upon him was called faithful and true. And I want you to notice this. In righteousness... Does he judge and make war in righteousness? Remember when he came the first time? Israelites thought he was going to physically make war. He's saying that, no, that's not the way I make war. I make war in righteousness. I make war in righteousness and I judge in righteousness. His eyes were as a flame of fire and on his head were many crowns. And he had a name written that no man knew but he himself. And he was clothed, clothed with the vesture dipped in blood. And his name is called the Word of God. And the armies which are in heaven followed upon him upon white horses, clothed in fine linen, white and clean. And out of his mouth goeth a sharp sword, that with it he should smite the nations. And he shall rule them with a rod of iron, and he treadeth the winepress of the fierceness of the wrath of Almighty God. Verse 17, And I saw an angel standing in the sun, and he cried with a loud voice, saying to all the fowls that fly in the midst of heaven, Come and gather yourselves together unto the supper of the great God. I want to stop there. I want to go back, backtrack here a little bit to 1 Thessalonians 4, verses 15 through 17. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain... Unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. Did you catch that? We that are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven upon a white horse with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, saying, Come and gather yourselves together for the great feast. We just read about that in Revelation. And with the trump of God, if you read in Revelation, there are seven trumpets. When the seventh trumpet blows, the last trump, Christ will return. And the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with him in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Where are we going to? Jerusalem. We're going to Jerusalem. 
Chapter 20. Let's see, I'm going to start in verse 1. And I saw an angel come down from heaven, having the key of the bottomless pit and a great chain in his hand, and he laid hold on the dragon, the old serpent, which is the devil, and Satan, and bound him a thousand years, and cast him into the bottomless pit, and shut him up, and set a seal upon him that he should deceive the nations no more till the thousand years should be fulfilled. So after that he must be loose for a little season. And I saw thrones, and they that sat upon them, and judgment was given unto them, and I saw, I want you to notice this, I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus and for the word of God, and which had not worshipped the beast, neither his image, neither had received his mark upon their foreheads or in their hands, and they lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years. They lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years. Those that were beheaded, the souls, remember we talked about you are a soul? It says right here that I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus. But the rest of the dead lived not again until a thousand years were finished. This is the first resurrection. Blessed and holy is he that hath part in the first resurrection. On such the second death hath no power. But they shall be priests of God and of Christ and shall reign with him a thousand years. A thousand years. Hallelujah. So we need to take note of our day. Is it beginning to look like the days of Noah? I believe so. Have we fully reached that? Probably not, but it's getting close. We need to be awake, be aware of what's going on. Let's don't be so caught up in this life and all uh, that it entails that we forget about what God is doing and that he is coming back. Hallelujah. As in the days of Noah, you know, I, I realize we need to eat, we, you know, we need to drink, we need to marry and be given in marriage, you know, life, I'm not saying we need to stop life living and just close ourselves up in a commune someplace. What I'm saying is we need to be very aware of what God is doing, that God's word is true. We just read in the very first verse that heaven and earth shall pass away, but his word shall not pass away. He will return and he will take those that are his. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I want you just to kind of keep this in your mind. Be aware of the days of Noah. You know, like I said, the, the imaginations of the thoughts of the heart were only wicked continually. God saw that and it finally distressed him to the point he said, enough's enough. Noah, build an ark. You know, get get you something to be safe in. And we have that ability in Jesus Christ to have an ark. He is our safety. When the storms of life come, we can jump into that ark, sail across those storms or sail through the storms, whatever you'd like to say. Jesus Christ is our ark. When he comes, we will go safely home. Hallelujah. We're just going to close there. Father, I just want to thank you for visiting us this morning, Lord. And I thank you, Lord, for giving us the, uh, Lord, these clues to when you shall return. Father, as in the days of Noah, as in the days of Lot, Lord, when things were desperately wicked, you came and no man expected it. Life just continued on for most people as normal. Not for your children. You know, uh, Noah got on the ark, he and his family. And the day that they got on, the floods came. 
Lot left the city. And as soon as he was out of the city, the firestorm came, Lord, and destroyed the city. Father, just as soon as we leave, this world is going to be destroyed. Hallelujah. Father, the work of the enemy will be destroyed. We praise you for that, Lord, that you have given us that ark of protection. Lord, to transport us from this life into the next. In Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. From death to life, that's my testimony. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, we love you and we give you praise this morning, Lord. Cause your word to be stayed upon our hearts. Lord, may we meditate upon it day and night that our way might be prosperous in you. Thank you for your presence this morning, Lord. And as the great king, Lord, we just humbly bow before you. Lord, you are the great king. You are worthy of our praise. Amen. Dismissed this morning.